on the team from USA, Tiger Woods. It's about time. It is about time. I mean, I just couldn't get the ball in the hole. I wanted to, but I just couldn't do it. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. So what's the problem? I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Three from the T podcast. <laughs> we have uh, some new technology here. We uh, can actually see each other for the first time ever. So for uh, better, for better or for worse, for better or worse. Yep. So uh, just checking in. It's been a while, boys. Uh, Grady, how you been, guys? It's gr- first of all been doing great. It's great to see your faces. I mean. Yeah. Nelly's doing some weird stuff in the closet. I don't know what's going on over here. Hey, but now man. that we have video production, funny faces are are going to be uh, uh, early and often. It is early. Yeah, it, it is. It's just great to see you guys. It's great to be chatting. I know we've all been a little busy, but we you know we got a great week ahead of us here. So we had to fit in a little pod. Uh, Wingfoot, who's jacked up? Nelly, I know you're excited. Oh, dude, so excited! I'm ready for carnage. I got a text today from uh, a group chat, um, some buddies who, unfortunately, I don't think they listen. So I'm not even going to mention them by name. Yeah, but, uh, them f- no. Yeah, we ain't shouting out to that. Um, but they said, and I quote, the superintendent of Wingfoot is going to resign if the score, if the winning score is even par or better. <laughs> so... Wow. Just saying, just saying. Really? Yep. Wow. So uh, I, we're looking for some carnage. We're looking for embarrassment. We're hoping for uh, a little bit of punishment. You know, this ain't no yeah. TPC Boston. No one shooting fifty nine. This isn't. This isn't the freaking safe way. He, he might have to sneak into DJ's host house and you know. <laughs> conjure up something to make him fall down the stairs because yeah bang ballina and see what happens <laughs> i mean you know what's crazy what's crazy to think about is like i don't know why this popped up in my head but could you imagine if somebody like that just if you have one player that goes out and does a tiger in 2000 because think about how hard pebble was down. think about how hard pebble was what was the effectively the winning score was what two over that week yeah, I mean, yeah, if it weren't for him. Right. It was so three over. Like, if you're the superintendent and you have one guy shoot, like, eight under and the rest of the field's, like, three over par or more, you think he resigns? <laughs> I mean, there's definitely some hyperbole going on here. For sure. That, uh, for sure. But the fact that he's just saying that makes me just get a little wiggly, you know? <laughs> oh, funny. In excitement, yeah. Funny story off the bat here. So there's been a couple times scrubbing some hooks or CGC here that I've seen a few members. These members, are, these, these members are, are well-traveled. You know, some of these oh, guys. Oh, for sure. Uh, Bag tag Barry left and right. Got, I got another quick, uh, just another tangent that popped up in my head. But anyways, so there's a lot of logos come through. And I'm Mr. Lo- you know, I'm trying to point out everybody's, you know, oh, oh how's that place? How's that place? How's, you know, how, what do you think? <laughs> You know all the logos too. You see oh, all the logos. Yeah. You 
Absolutely. I sniff him out hard. One guy, he like goes, he goes, Hey, what's this place? I'm like, Oh, it's Fox Chapel. Come on, man. Give, give me something tough. <laughs> um, anyway, some guy was wearing a foot, uh, a wing foot logo. Great logo. And I was like, Oh, Mr. Sean Barn. How, I mean, how hard is that place? When'd you go? He goes, Oh, it's actually not that hard. I think this place is harder. I'm like, what is what? What's wrong with you? I literally looked at him and I was like, you're joking, right? Excuse me? <laughs> He's like, no, I, I think he meant to say he likes Colorado Golf Club more. But he was just like, because then he was like, oh, no, this is a way better golf course. And I still was kind of like, are you sure you're all right? I mean, I know you're living in Denver, but are you dipping into the old supply out here? Because, <laughs> I mean, man. I mean, CGC is definitely on like a more rolling piece of property. Wingfoot, from all from what I can see, is very flat, right? Yeah. Um, I, I think I've heard that Quaker is a great property across the street. I, I don't know much about Wingfoot in terms of the property, but I was just like, what are you talking about? I think I've gotten that from somebody else. Oh, shout out Tyra Lowenstein. Mm. Uh, former gopher. He lives in New York now. And he's played, he's played wing foot, wing foot a few times. Wing and feet. I talked to him on the phone the other day. Cause you know, he was talking to Freddie, Eric and Ryan about the golf course. And yeah. he's like, yeah, I was pretty surprised. Cause Eric said it might be the hardest course he's ever played. You know, I've played it probably five times or so. And I, I just didn't think it was that tough. Hmm. And I'm like, where is this disconnect happening here? Is they it just are, they must not play the same tee boxes. It's got to be the tee boxes and the rough. Just the rough has to make a huge difference, doesn't it? In terms of yeah. like second shot qualities and getting the right spots in the greens. Because apparently, there's so much just about the angles into these greens that if you're in the rough, you're just not. You're trying to like lay up short because you're not going to be able to hold it. And if you're like they're kind of, I feel like they're all just like perfectly angled so that if you're on either side, you can't really. Go into so they're all pitched back to front, right? And so unless yeah. you're pitching it straight into the backstop, you're not going to be able to hold it, especially when you have no spin. Right? So there may be a few. Of, yeah, yeah. It's just going to keep rolling off to the sides. Yeah, right. It's going to be like I, I can't see some greens like the uh, what's that thing you would put our like quarter into and they'd, like circle around and like the malls. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I have no. Or idea like at children's about. museums, they have. That stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Like a couple of greens like, like that out there. It's like a gravity demonstration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Intripetal force and it keeps getting slower, yeah. lower, lower, lower. <laughs> the, other, the, the other quick story I have about logos. I was hosting at the restaurant the other night. And I, and I, I just die when someone comes in with a golf shirt on, you know. I just want mm. to see you know, where it is, where they're from. Guy walks mm. in. Repping a Swinley Forest shirt. Whoa. And I was England. like. I was like hold on. Hold Did you say phone. something? Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? He <laughs> walks in. We also had a guy walk in. Wearing How do you a know Swinley Forest logo? I'm going to be honest. I like, I don't know. If it I've said, it did say Swinley Forest. So that helps. Oh. Okay. Oh. That does help. I love, I love it too. When someone walks in Zach with like a Packer shirt on or something, I'm like, Oh, sorry, man. We can't see you. You got to leave. <laughs> I, I, I mix it up at the host stand guys. I make it, I make, I keep people on their toes, but <laughs> Guy walks in with the, the Swinley Forest shirt, and I go, hold on. Wh- nice shirt, man. When did you play Swinley Forest? And he's just <laughs> like, what? He's like, what the hell is this? Like, how does this host know about Swinley Forest? And I got a little did golf mask. you know mask. you're on a podcast? <laughs> I got a little – I have a little golf mask I wear, and it's got a little – shout out, Ann Durainey. Um, it's got a little, go- a, little, a little iron and ball over here. 
<laughs> and and I'm like I'm like hey peep peep the mask I'm golfer yeah big golf guy and and I was like that's awesome he, he said he like went over a trip there last year played Sunningdale played Whoa. um played uh, Swimming Forest I forget what else he said I was like hey what's that area called over there again I forget the name he's like oh I don't know I'm like oh the Heathland Heathland yeah Heathland he's London like, I think he was just like what is going on with this guy how you know I think he thought I was just a, a psycho. Anyway, that was my little tangent that popped up in my head. So nice yeah, way to man. kick us off there, Grady. Couple yeah. stories, just a couple yeah. story time. Anyways, it's so, been a while since we talked. You gotta get the stories out. I gotta Grady get the stories in. Read time. That could be a great. If if Grace listens, she'll be like, "This is par for the course." Because a lot of times, if I won't see Grace for like four days, the first <laughs> forty-five minutes of us seeing each other is just literally me just 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 throwing stories and, and like stuff in her Probably. face. <laughs> Literally vomiting your last four days of everything. Her, her face is covered with scoops and just, <laughs> and she's a trooper because she just is like, what, what's so funny, Nelly? <laughs> uh, this whole seizure thing fun. Face, you haven't seen her in a while and her face is just covered, dude. <laughs> Nelly, this is, this is family show. This is the family show. <laughs> you were the one who said it. <laughs> like this yeah. too. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully Grace listens really close to this one. Oh um, gosh. Anyway, right, Zach, Grace, what's, I, new, what's new? What's new with you, bud? How are you doing? I'm doing. Yeah, what are you scooping, dude? <laughs> <laughs> there's uh there's not much new down here. Just the same old, you know. Just hot. Is the weather and, turning? Is the weather turning uh, down there? Yeah, we're. Down into like the mid hundreds, which is good. Are you kidding me? That's good. I think one ten is gone for the year, which is good. Um, We had a couple last week where the high was like ninety five, and it felt so good. You just forget what it was like in the sixties in the mornings, and you just oh, oh. So how how cool did it feel? So good. I wore a jacket not because I needed to, but just because I could for the first time in a while. It's great. It's, it's great. I mean, when we got our cold snap here, when we got down to 28 degrees that one day, it was crazy. <laughs> That's weird, dude. The six, That's I, put on, I put on sweatpants for the first time in probably like four or five months. Good and feeling. I on, and I put on a sweatshirt, and it was just – I don't think I moved for like an hour and a half. I was just <laughs> – opened my windows. It was Park. so cool outside. It was just great. Yeah. Anyways, probably enough weather talk. What uh, What's everyone's initial thoughts on the U.S. Open? What are we excited about? Anyone we're rooting for initially? How are we feeling? You think DJ? Okay, so you think DJ can just keep going on this tear that he's on? Like, is it is it a li- like? He's playing too good. Way too. Is good. he playing too like, good? Like heading yeah. into this? Like I don't think we he's can too well too quickly. He, I I don't think he wins. Yeah, I'm kind of worried about that too. But like, so. Full disclosure, I had a, a, in a group chat with my high school buddies, we have a draft, a U.S. Open draft. Um, and we just do a little snake draft and get points for our guys. And I got the first pick. And I'm looking at the odds, and I'm like, God, it's hard to pick someone other than DJ, though. You know, like I've, I felt the same yeah. way. I was a little conflicted because I'm like, he's won too much recently. But at the same time, like, who else do you pick? And Ro- I, I mean, will say, yeah, like, so most guys – most guys you worry about like a regression back to the mean because 
just law of averages would tell you like yeah you almost would start thinking like god i've been playing too good like this is mm -hmm. like it can't go on like this forever but if there's one person i do think who could like put that out of their mind or not even think about it it's, it's dj, DJ. Yeah, because yeah. he's just kind of numb, numb in the brain. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's just like, no, I, I'm hitting it good. I'm just gonna keep hitting it good. Like, yeah, that's kind of it. The so. most important part of hitting a fade is to make sure, <laughs> make sure that fade. Fades. <laughs> Thank you, do DJ. You think, do you think he like hears a lot of this chatter about how everyone thinks he's just like has an IQ of like a chimp, and like, do you think he just gets super salty about it? He's already think he's like, oh. yeah, I don't really care because I've made you know, yes. 50 million or whatever he's made. I guarantee he's like, you he's like, yeah, the 75 million makes up for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's I, just fine. Huh? Yeah. He's just I fine. A couple IQ points to have his talent. So, Oh, I would trade places with him right now. <laughs> yeah. No, he's lost the world. Would. So yeah. he is the favorite. Uh, Nelly, do you have the odds pulled up there? I do. I do. Is, he's uh, at eight to one. Guy? Eight to one. He's at okay. eight to one, and uh, see, I almost felt like he should have been. I almost feel like he should have been higher. Like it should have been more like a seven to one or six to one. But uh, I think there's just so many good players. You just you won't see that anymore. So that's true. That's true. Um, I did. I also you want me to run through like the top five. Yeah, let me just. I gotta get this in quick before I forget yeah. this thought. But I looked yeah, at the ahead. odds too before this, and I was going down the list and I started looking and like once I got outside the top 20 I'm like <laughs> none of these people out here are winning this golf tournament no like, chance we, it just feels like a place where we're gonna have a star-studded leaderboard and yeah. yeah yeah you'll get guys to hang around for a while and stuff but after the top 20 or so I'm just like no I found a hole in every one of their games I'm like I this doesn't seem like it's gonna happen so yeah that's kind of my initial reaction of what we're gonna see this week yeah so, yeah, let's just go down, like, groups of five and just talk a little bit about who we like, why we like them, and uh, we'll go from there. Or why we don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly, or why we don't. Uh, yeah, and we're going to have to make, uh, at the very end, we'll have to make our official picks. Yes. Um, okay, so, uh, obviously, we stated already that DJ is your favorite, 8-1. to one. John Rahm comes in second here at 11-1. to one. Obviously, he's been playing some good golf. Uh, Rory McIlroy, third best odds, 12 to 1. Uh, Bryson comes in next, uh, and he is tied with Justin Thomas. Those two are both at 14 to 1. Um, kind of, hey, initial, I mean, kind of surprised on Bryson being that high up, to be honest with he's, you. He's been a big poopy, stinky turd the last, you know, <laughs> what, three or four. I mean, has he played, honestly, Jimmy, has he played good since he won? No, I don't think he has. And, uh, well, he, okay, at the PGA, he was relevant. Um, oh, yeah, he was. He, he was. was hanging around. He was hanging around. But I'm going to be honest. The, the class, of course, that Wingfoot presents is so different than uh, oh. Harding Park. Harding Park yeah. was general. Like, it had thick rough, yes, but generally was kind of a um, a little bit bland as far as, like, the actual holes go. Um, greens were generally pretty flat. There wasn't a lot going on, especially with the, you know, the maneuvering of the holes. Wingfoot's going to be totally different. I mean, we got a lot of dog legs, a lot of positioning, and obviously the rough and the greens are diabolical. I just don't see Bryson doing well. I, I saw so that's my, that's my stay away in that top five. 
I think everybody else, you know, could probably do well. I think Rory kind of, he's kind of a beta these days, so he's not going to win it, but he'll probably make the cut and finish like, he'll probably finish like T8 and be like somewhat relevant, but not really relevant, you know? So, dude, I think I really like Rom. I mean, he's the guy, so good, he? he's so good and he's proved this year, like, he plays well at difficult golf courses, at difficult setups. Now, I don't know, have we got any intel on the weather there? Is, is we going to have a firm golf course or firm greens at least? I mean, we know the rough's going to be thick. I don't, I don't know the intel. As of last week, the most recent I saw was 75 every day, some sun, some overcast, not a ton of wind, and no rain in the forecast. So oh, my gosh. But that was, that was uh, probably five days ago. So, obviously, that can change. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going mean, to right um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to Bryson real quick. I just, there no, rain. When, no rain. Oh, that's no good. rain. Amazing. Um, with Bryson, there are times now that I watch him and I'm just like, is Bryson like, I can't tell if he's even good at golf or if he just like absolutely just plays long drive and just makes up all of his strokes off the tee. And then it's just super average everywhere else. Like I, I really thought Harding park was going to be, cause we just said he was relevant there, but he didn't feel like he, it didn't feel like he played well and he was still relevant. And I'm like, Oh boy, if that's the case moving forward, if he has like mm-hmm. a C game and he's still top 10 or fives it, like this could be a very foolproof system he's got going. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. He just kind of, I don't know what it was, if it was fatigue from not having played for a while or what it was, but he just kind of seemed to run out of steam there. Yeah, I agree. I think he had like a little bit of juice from everyone talking about him and it like maybe a little ego boost. um, And that was kind of fueling him. Uh, And now that that's kind of gone and people are back to being like, geez, when you see guys like Rom turn it on, when you see guys like DJ turn it on, you realize that like, yeah, Bryson's distance still stands up and he still hits it far, but these other guys have another gear that he hasn't even sniffed. He's two gears away from what those guys can put together. Um, as far as know. a total game goes? Yeah, yeah. I mean, those guys can still hit it plenty far where they have just no holes in their game. Like when uh, right. Grady, like I was just like, yeah. It seems like this distance thing, it's almost proven that, like, once you hit a cat, like, once you get to, like, the 315, 320 threshold, mm-hmm. like, what's really the difference? Like, I, I don't know how much you guys pay attention, but Scott yeah. Foster, the decade guy, he yeah. makes it very clear in his system that, like, okay, if you're hitting a tee shot here, as long as you have any kind of wedge in your hand, 80 yards isn't that different than 110. Like, that 30-yard yeah. difference is massive from 170 to 200. But with wedges, mm-hmm. it's it's not a big deal. So as yeah, long as yeah. you are technically in that kind of bomber category and you can move it out there 320, 325, 330 somewhat consistently, I don't yeah. know if you're making up that much more by hitting it 340. Yeah. So right. I think that's that's coming to prove true with like Bryson. He can absolutely dominate the uh, you know, potentially guys like um like a Kisner for you know for example, yeah. or on average, just because he has such a better skill set. But when you get to Rom and DJ, who can absolutely hammer the ball and also have zero other flaws in their game, 
like yes. he's good to go. You know, yes. or like those guys are they're still a step ahead. You know, they can putt right. it well, they chip it super well. Um, and they have kind of that it factor. Both of those guys, when it's coming down to it, like Grady, like you're saying, if it's coming down tight and Rom is in the mix, I do not think he is gonna fold. He is gonna dude, he's gonna lay it down. Well, he's just he's so good. And like he doesn't have a weakness. I mean, the weakness people always talk about is his emotional and his mental state. But like, I don't know. But if you're in the, the, but if you're in the mix, you're playing so well. Yeah. If you're in the mix, you're playing so well that you're not going to be having those fits. You know what I mean? Right? He's yeah, I mean, he's won so many times, you know, since he's yeah. gotten on tour that like, I think he kind of knows what he's doing, you know? So yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I think that that's who I like out of the top five personally, but. That's what I'm looking at. Okay. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on Rory? Because he was mentioned in that group, right, Nelly? Yeah. I mean, he is. He's got third best odds, but I think that's they just put him there because he's super talented. I think he just, I don't know. I think people are going to try to put this narrative that, like, oh, he just had a baby. He's going to be in a different mindset. And baby I still bump? Rory. Yeah, I think I don't think he's getting any baby bump. I think he's just Rory's Rory. And. He's going to be talented enough to beat almost everybody there except for like five or six guys because Rory's not going to have quite his A game. Rory's kind of casual, pretty solid game is still amazing. It's great golf, but somebody else is going to have a, a better week. And on those greens, I just don't think, you know, Rory's finesse uh, with his putter just probably won't be able to hang in there, you know? I also think something interesting to point out about Rory and – you can probably find holes in this argument, but he doesn't seem to win on hard golf courses. Um, even the majors that he's yeah. won, congression, congressional birdie fest. Soft. Kiowa was hard. It's a hard golf course, but it was scores were somewhat low. Valhalla yeah. birdie fest, like the open. Yeah. It was the open it was one where it was not windy. So yeah. soft. Yeah, he just doesn't play these traditional hard major courses in America very well. So. It just doesn't feel like he would win at a place like a winged foot. Yeah. It doesn't seem like his place. Like an Oakmont doesn't seem like a Rory course either. Another right. course that's I feel right. like is similar to Wingfoot where they just have diabolical greens mm-hmm. and emphasis yep. on hitting fairways, that type of deal. Yep. Nelly, yeah. I agree I with agree. your your take before. I thought you said it perfectly. He like he'll make the cut, he'll play okay, probably play a decent first round back up yeah. a little bit and then all of a sudden by sunday afternoon it's like oh another t9 t10 and he'll get some tv time and they'll be like well you just gotta think his week is coming at some point like yeah right he's gonna be kind of close like sniffing around thing. like he like fourth to last group and then all yeah. of a sudden it's like he doesn't fully eject himself but he ejects himself enough to where he can like no longer win yeah oh yeah no he won't make like a nine Except unless you're at the British Open round one or whatever he did. But he'll make like a bogey from the fairway on a yeah. par on like some hole where you're just like, yes. man, you needed a birdie there to have any yes. chance. You just made a bogey. Now you're like five back and you could have made it like three. And now it's like, yeah, it's over. Um, yeah. I mean, okay. Nelly, I feel like you're a better wedge player than Rory. I might be. Like, <laughs> Dude, just the amount of times I see him do his stupid swings where, like, 
He takes a he takes kind of like this like a half swing, like three quarter swing, but he has that full lazy follow through. I don't know? like that. Why does he yeah, right. he, he rest the, rest the club? Yeah, he kind of like rests it, but then that, but then sometimes he'll hit the hit the quick saw. He'll he'll hit that quick saw one, and it'll just does the, the distance control is just terrible. Yeah, yeah, he has like, too much speed, too quick of hips, so that his wedges, he just can't get it. He can't get it dialed. Yeah, I don't We've know for how like when you build those fast twitch muscles to be a bomber the ball like he does you can't all of a sudden just take that like turn that them skill off away when you want to slow it down yeah yeah, yeah. i think he I also think. takes pretty big divots too which i hate with wedges but yeah i mean jordan's an exception but when you watch dj when you watch dustin johnson's actions with wedges it's just a simple turn like the ball comes off low there's not a lot of face yeah. rotation. It just looks like, man, how can anything go wrong? Uh, yeah. And Rory just feels like he's got a lot of face rotation, and there's a lot of moving parts, and it's just too hard to yep. time up. No. You can do that with a six iron. He's great with a six iron, but I don't know. You got to be good with your wedges. You got to. Okay. Uh, JT, uh, I don't really have any thoughts on him. You guys? Um. I something don't see weird. I feel like there's something weird with JT where, like, he's really good, but someone like in these late events, he just gets really squirrely with the driver, and he he that big miss really is lurking for him, kind of at all times. Like, I didn't watch a ton of the Tour Championship, and we don't really need to talk about that at all, um, mm-hmm. which shows probably how we feel with the Tour Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, like I saw, like he was playing pretty good golf, and he had a chance to kind of put a little pressure on DJ. And like I think I can't remember if it was eighteen or seventeen, but he hit this. It's a right to left hole, and he hit this driver like fifty yards right. You know, I think the yeah. announcer said like, nobody has been over there. Like something. <laughs> I just think he gets a little squirrely with the driver, and sometimes he tries to do a little bit too much. You know. And this I don't week know. at foot, you won't get bailed out by having fans trampling the big miss. No. It's going to be long rough everywhere. So, I mean, are we, we going to be sad guys. that there's going to be no potential for a fill in the trash can this Oh, my weekend? God. Oh, man. Uh, that's going to be great. That, that's too bad that we don't get that scenario. But uh, I think we'll still see some, some fireworks somehow. Yeah, won't be as, I, won't be quite as demor- demoralizing as Phil's choke in in 06. But while we're on Phil, real quick, uh, he has like steered into this on social media and stuff really well. Like his response <laughs> to the guy who placed that huge bet on him, and he goes, "I hope for both both our sakes, I have a three shot lead on the 18 <laughs> And then have, I haven't seen it, but have you guys heard about his new like Dick Sporting Goods or Golf Galaxy commercial or whatever it was? No. Uh, it, no, which one is it? I, I don't know. It's some new commercial he's in. And at the very end, uh, it was something about the U S open, whatever. And I guess the last line of it, he goes, yeah. And then again, when have I ever let you guys down at Wingfoot? And like, <laughs> he's just oh, it's about the driver. It's about, you get like some free driver if you bet on him or you, if you buy it prior to the U S open and then Phil wins, uh, or if I think if any Callaway staffer wins, I think no, they could really? be the driver for free or something. The uh, what a promo! Yeah, but you gotta buy it first. (laughs) You do, you do, and you know, new products coming out soon. So they're just kind of like they're just like, hey, this is this will this will be great. Let's unload the Mavericks while we still got them. Yep. 
But he, did you guys also see the thing about his picture of him back in 2006? Oh, this whole coffee. Oh, yeah. he, he did like a side by side of him now. Yeah. Versus yeah. Looks, you know, I honestly give him props for that. He looks really good now. Boy, he was tough shape for Dude, a while. He looks terrible. Yeah. Like he you can't now. You kind of forget why like the whole man titties was a joke for Phil because like he legitimately <laughs> has like B, he legitimately has B cups. Like, <laughs> oh man, the things are so floppy; it's unbelievable. And, and you know what's funny is that the fashion back then was super loose, right? Oh. And we still had his his fucking nipples poking through. It's crazy. So he, if, I mean, yeah. Imagine if he. Yeah, I had to wear like those Nike slim shirts that the Nike guys were going for a while. Remember when the, uh, I think they've loosened them up a bit now, but man, for a while it was like, let's get them in the tightest as possible. Okay, let's let's move down the list here. I'm going to name off the next 10 guys or so where we still get a lot of these big names, right? So we're looking at guys like uh, Xander, Morikawa, Cantlay, Matsuyama, Rose, Woods, uh, and then Webb Simpson, and then uh, kind of straggling in this group are guys like Jason Day, Daniel Berger, Tony Finau, and Tommy Fleetwood. All of these guys are between uh, 18 to 1 and 33 to 1. So we're kind of looking in that 20s, 30s range. Um, yeah, and so I guess I'll throw it over to you guys. Uh, any names on there stand out to you as either guys to really look forward to watching um, or guys that you think might struggle. Uh, did you say Xander in there? I, yes. He's one of those okay. top guys, 18 to one. He uh, he's somebody who I really liked this week. Um, I was listening on another podcast and somebody brought up Xander and they made a good point. They're like, nobody ever talks about him as one of the favorites, but once somebody mentions his name, it doesn't matter where it is. Everybody in the room kind of goes, Oh, I like that pick. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He just kind of has one of those games that like, he doesn't have anything. He does like super well, but he doesn't do anything bad. Like he just, he seems like a good solid pick anywhere. And, uh, coming off another, again, another good week at East Lake, like he always does. Um, yeah. I look for Xander to uh, definitely be in contention, if not to win this week. Yeah, Xander's definitely good. I mean, I've been loving Berger. Did you mention Berger? Yeah, he's in that group. He, he's just been playing so well this year. Mm -hmm. um, and he's been hitting it great. I got some – where is he on here? Uh, I mean, he's he's – 12th in total driving in the, you know, so dumb. I, I pulled up stats mm. and I pulled up the stats. It takes That's me to 20. Huge. It takes me to 2021 in stats one week through the Safeway. Like, Oh boy. You, you know, which is like, I get it. Like, you know, I know it's like, it's, it's new season, but like, that's another reason. It's like, I'm going to be looking at 2020 season stats for the U S open here this week. Not one week through the Safeway. You idiots. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a student. It's, it's like what I they have know, to do. Really, have it. I mean, it's what they have to do. It's not like they should do anything different. It's just kind of like it's it's saying like, why are we having a new season right after the last season ended? But anyway, um, yeah, twenty twenty. I mean, he was he was twelfth in total driving, which I think total driving is a little better predictor for a U.S. Open week than just strokes getting off the tee. I do, um, I do too. The setup's so different that you need to. Good uh, point. 
the setup is just so different from week to week that you got to factor in some of that accuracy, right? So I think that's where total accuracy does better than uh, there was strokes gained, right? Or there was yeah. Yeah, it's 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 your accuracy rank and your distance rank combined. Okay, I um, like that. There was one interesting thing though from Phil, and he mentioned with U.S. Open setups, and I was curious your guys' thoughts on this. How you know they're so tight that they almost like diminish accuracy because like no one is that accurate to like actually hit majority of these fairways. Where at the end of the day, like everybody's just going to be in the rough. It's whoever. I don't know, was it Jeff Ogilvie that said that or Phil? I think maybe it was Jeff Ogilvie that said it because that's why Phil is doing really well. Jeff Ogilvie, you know, he got up and down so many times and it becomes like, all right, who is the best player around the greens and who is the best player inside 10 feet? Because everybody's going to be in the rough at some point and going to be grinding for pars. So is it necessary? Do you think it's more on the around the greens and the putting? Or you still, like, do you think these players, like when it comes down to like it's whoever finds the most fairways? I think it's so it's like bifurcated and here's how I'd analyze this is it's like when you talk about who's making the cut and who's getting in contention, I think you all, I think all those guys have to be able to be able to hit fairways and hit them consistently mm-hmm. in order to keep low stress off their game, make easy pars, be able to hit into the greens and have chances at birdies. The guys who can't do that in rounds one and two, they may not sniff the cut and they may eject themselves out quickly. But yeah. amongst that group of guys who does get in contention, there is almost a limit, right? That's kind of what they're saying. There's a limit to how many fairways you can hit. And at that point of that subset, it becomes those guys who can really scramble. Maybe who's closer to the green. Maybe those guys who, you know, can get up and down or make a nice putt or just avoid double bogeys altogether. Does that kind of make sense for my, from what you That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. I think a good point too is, um, we were kind of talking about if maybe short game becomes more important. I think Ogilvy's the one who said this too, but it everybody knows that at U.S. Opens, you're going to have a ton of six to ten footers. And guys early in the week who make a lot of those are going to be near the top of the leaderboard, but mm-hmm. that is eventually going to catch up to you and just wear you out. Like mm-hmm. your short game has to be sharp to leave yourself three to five or six footers as opposed to like, seven and eight footers yeah Uh, so i think that's where you see the importance of the short game come through is just that obviously everybody's especially putts yes yeah especially on these greens right like a five footer at wing foot is very different from a seven footer at wing foot oh yeah yeah Yeah. i I can't wait to see just some of these chips just to see because like it's amazing when you just toss some different contours in there like your landing spots become so important. Your trajectory mm-hmm. becomes so important. You know, your spin control, like, you know, if you, if you miss, like, I, yeah, I, I place a wind foot. I feel like if you, and obviously we haven't played there, but just from what I've seen from pictures, like knowing how, you know, aggressive greens work, like mm-hmm. if you miss a landing spot by two feet, that could mean you're going to have a 25 footer instead of a five footer. Oh, absolutely. And you I know? think, yeah, I think that too. And I think actually wing foot allows for, no one's talking about this, but I wonder if there's going to be some times where guys use some of those big backstops and chip well, like really far away yeah. from, you know, aiming 30 feet right using these big slopes to just bring it down to 10 feet instead of it trying Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. You know, you saw a little bit of that at like uh, Chambers Bay, right? 
and people get accustomed to seeing that it's one of those more unique um, modern setups. But I think uh, to see it at Wingfoot's going to be especially cool, you know, because it's that old school design. However, you can still, you know, potentially use some of those slopes to your advantage, depending on the pin positions, mm-hmm. of course. It may not be. It may be a few times, but. No, I can't wait to. I mean, it's just going to be. Do we know is everything? So who who is doing it? It's NBC, right? Because Fox, mm-hmm. NBC. Yep. Do we know is there? Are they going to have like wall to wall coverage? Is it going to be? Are we going to have a carnage cam? Carnage cam, maybe. Carnage cam. <laughs> I hope so. That what, if was a, what if there was a carnage cam, literally covering double bogeys or more? <laughs> And that's you could go to a live stream that's only showing more double bro, double bogeys or worse. <laughs> maybe that maybe the PGA Tour needs to lead and lean into that a little bit. I mean, their soft ass setups don't allow for a lot of that, but I mean, <laughs> you know, carnage cam, carnage, carnage cam. cam. I'm hey, gonna Grady, Grady, that could be a million dollar idea, dude. Give me some rights. I need some rights yeah. for that. That'll be yeah, uh, attributed to three from the T. Thank you very much. <laughs> if all the yeah. If all of a sudden somebody's on the par four and they're not on the green in four shots, it's boom, instantly carnage cam. Carnage cam. cam. Give it to me. Give it to me. Or if if somebody's hitting three from the tee, carnage cam. Oh, look at that. Activated. Right there. Yep. All of a sudden, camera's on them on the tee, hitting three from the tee, and it's the carnage cam sponsored by three from the tee. I love it. Look at that. Let's get into it. Let's, you know, let's let me email a PGA tour, slide in a little bit. Give him a little massage, massage him a little bit, and then we'll we'll get in there. Just tweet at him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, really hey, PJ Tour comms. I have an idea for you. You wanna you wanna call me? <laughs> they would just take it and give you no credit. <laughs> exactly. So uh, what, what else do we got here? Who's next on the list? Okay. Are we getting more? Well, I was gonna just mention one of these guys. And this is my not list. Matsuyama is sitting there at twenty eight to one. Mm-hmm. He's ahead of guys like Rose, Woods, Simpson, Day, Berger, Finau. I just don't see it. No, I know he had a couple good weeks, but on a on a course where putting is so important, every time I see him putt, he's missing it. Uh, <laughs> now he did play pretty well at Olympia Fields, but man, I just I mean, don't think he's competing. You're gonna tell me if that guy somehow gets a Sunday within you know two or two or three shots of the lead. Dude's gonna have five three putts on Sunday. I know, I know. Like, yeah, I don't I, see it. Is no. Is there anyone you feel less confident in making a four footer on sixteen to like stay tied for the lead? No. Oh no, <laughs> maybe speed. <laughs> oh, oh. does that cut. mean George? George. Yeah, George. Uh, no, George. I mean Dude, probably hit that guy. There are guys who, like, even when they're not making putts, like, they convince you with their body language that, like, this thing has a chance to go in. And Hideki just does not exude that to me at all. Dude, I feel like every time I'm cheering against John Rahm and he's got, like, a 10-footer for birdie, it's just auto in. It's just automatically in. Yes. He's that type of guy. He's just – he's so good. Yeah, and prop, yeah. Honestly, honestly, props to DJ for not being in this conversation anymore either. Yeah, I don't think of him sure. as a bad putter, even though in his mm-hmm. past he's obviously had some struggles. Can I just uh, say, so I'm, I'm looking at stats, mm-hmm. and 
these top 10 strokes game putters, I mean, it just goes to show you that you got to hit the ball so good in this game. L- yeah, who listen is to it? this top 10 strokes game putting for 2020. For 2020, not 2021, just through the safe way. I did look at that one. Number two was Sahith Thigala. Oh, Pepper Dye. good player. He's, he's solid. But anyway, so 2020, year to date. Number one, Denny McCarthy. Two, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Andrew Putnam, Christopher Ventura, Kevin Na, Ian Poulter, Matt Kuchar. Kuchar had a bad year, didn't he, in 2020? Dude, no, uh, those guys have been irrelevant, all of them. Mackenzie Hughes, and then Maverick McNeely rounds out the 10. Dude, none of them did anything. No, no. like terrible. And then it gets a little bit better in, in 11 through 20, so I could be just picking stats, but, you know, like, oh, your boy JT Poston's in there, Zach. JT. <laughs> like 15. Are you going to pick him this week? Probably. Picked him every other week. Not to win, <laughs> but in our in our weekly pool at the golf course. Boy, his odds must be. No. Let's take a look. Yeah. I can't. I can't even see him. He's not even on here. Um, even plan on the on the Action Network. They have him at plus forty thousand. <laughs> similar players. Well, Four hundred to one. Then Can similar players. Um, we got Davis Riley, Steve Stricker, Andy Sullivan, Connor Syme, Troy Merritt, Victor Perez, Graham McDowell, Bob McIntyre, all at, all at the same odds. <laughs> yeah. Grady, I was looking on the same site, and for some reason, Zach Johnson has way better odds than like a lot of really good players. And I'm like, does anybody believe Zach Johnson's going to win this golf tournament? No, somebody. Somebody. Like does. Zach Johnson. Yeah. Zach Johnson has better odds than Eric Van Ruyen, Christian Bezaden, How Keegan Bradley, Joel Damon, Adam Hadwin, Leishman, Peter. Like, what? That's what happens That's when you won two majors. You just get boosted odds. For some uh, reason, I just picture Zach Johnson. The PGA. <laughs> For some reason, I just picture Zach Johnson getting in this rough, which we can talk about that in a minute, and like trying to hit like a, some type of hybrid out of there, and just like and you know, like with like drawers of the golf ball, like it's tough to hit draws out of the rough, right? Yeah. I just picture him like totally hitting like just ten yards, just like hits a little dribbler, like it doesn't get out of the rough. It's funny you say that because when I was looking at the odds before, I saw Webb Simpson's name, and instantly I was just like, no, he's not strong enough. Like, <laughs> I picture yeah. Webb getting into some thick rough, and the second he makes contact, like, the club literally just getting stuck in his little arms, not being able to, like, force <laughs> through it, and him just, like, dropping the club. Just, like, I just yeah. don't think that he has enough gas. But, anyways, no, he's pretty crafty. I he's very crafty. Him out. Yes. No, and I know. I I think he's got a good chance to win this week. He's great. I just like, for some reason, I, I picture Webb in the rough, and it just doesn't sound like it's going to go well. <laughs> should we should we talk about this? Like, we mentioned the group chat today. I mean, how sick are we of this rough content? I mean. Dude, they need to keep ugh. making it longer. I'm tired of the players God. bitching about it. It's just, it's yeah. every every year we do this, you know, and it's like, can't it just be its own event, like, for that week and not, like, Oh, we got to see. All right, let's go in. How thick's the rough? You know, like. See the Arnold Palmer can thing today earlier? Was there, was there a can in the rough? They took the big old 20 ounce Arnold Palmer can. You know, it's like. <laughs> they shoved it down in there. They put it down in the rough <laughs> so you could just see the top. And of course, they go, 
the roughs as tall as an Arnold Palmer can, and they pull it up slowly, and it just keeps coming up and coming up. <laughs> oh my! I, I do appreciate that versus like the like just throw a ball. Where's hey, where's the ball? Where's the ball? <laughs> where's the ball? <laughs> you know, yeah. I let saw another one. Let me just drop this in there lightly from a straight angle right above. Like, yeah, yeah. no shit is going to sell down. That's not how a golf ball comes back to earth. No. Um, yeah. I saw one today that was new. Someone pulled a single strand of rough oh. and they measured it on a, like a measuring stick. And it was, it was a foot. No wow. way. Yeah. But like, I don't know. How, I mean, yes, yeah, so I haven't, I haven't seen that before either where they pull, it's just a single strand. You know, it'd be good if someone put a, a foot long subway sandwich in there and, you know, show, show that activate. one. That's how you activate. <laughs> <laughs> oh god unbelievable i mean i'm surprised i mean if this was a pg tour random event they probably have you know foot tall fedex fedex boxes and saying oh yeah look look, look, look at this fedex box in the rough look how look how covered it is <laughs> unbelievable. uh but yeah no i mean i did see one tweet today i sent you guys it and we'll tell everyone about it Someone tweeted about, oh, no offense. Let's go, buddy. I was just, just going to say, Grady, you, you mentioned before we hopped on, oh. you need a big night for Noah Fant, and he's going. He's got to have 90 yards. I think he has 90 yards in a tutty, doesn't he? He's having a great night. Love it. Um, anyway, <laughs> fantasy football <laughs> plug. Um, we'll get to football in a minute. Yeah. Oh, Zach. No, we don't need to get to football. Anyway, he uh, – <laughs> Week one run down. <laughs> no, we can. The um, – Someone someone tweeted how they they were just loaded up on on uh, Ben on this week, just loaded oh, up the yeah. bets like top top five to win top ten like, three different bets, and then somehow Ben on saw it because I don't think he tagged him. So I don't know if Ben on just out there like searching his name or something. <laughs> you know? Like I'm looking at this, yeah, he did not tag Ben on, and it's this random account, and Ben on quote tweets and replies. Played the back nine today and shot plus eight, though, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> like, Take the bet back, dude. Like, I kind of, I love these guys leaning into that, though, you know? And it, and I mean, it's, it is going to be tough. I mean, so it's going to be interesting. I mean, let's, who, who else do we got in the odds here? Let's keep going down. I mean, should we talk about Tiger? What do you guys think of Tiger's chances this week? Uh, he's not going to win. I just, I mean, same, same thing. Right, like, it's going to be a little che- cooler in like in the 60s, low 60s, high 50s. Yep. Can't win if it's below 80. Can't have it. It's, it's funny though. Can't, how, do it. Can't win with him. Can't do it. It's pretty funny how he is the one guy that if you see a golf swing of his on Twitter, like just preparing for somewhere, like a decent down the line angle, like that one of him on ten, like a few days ago. Yeah, when he yeah. didn't have his shirt tucked in. Come on, didn't have man. his shirt tucked in. Had his like his, cargo. His it was like those cargo pants, and then he was wearing like With that the zip pocket on the side, dude. Yes, somebody get in the guy's ear and get him some fucking decent, dude. Clothes. Um, funny story about that. So you guys know about this when I played with the 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 Nike rep at Colorado Golf Club. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Remember that, like a yeah, month yeah. ago or a month and a half ago, we were talking about because he obviously he does a ton of golf stuff for Nike because that's his job. And we're talking about Tiger, and he's like, he's like, dude, you don't he's, like, he's like, dude, it's hilarious. Nobody likes those shorts other than Tiger. Like those are literally <laughs> so they have to just, keep making them. Yeah, like they're just made for Tiger. 
we might have to get him on the pod one of these days just to talk about that stuff because he had some pretty funny and really really cool insightful things into like how they script some of these outfits for the weekend and how like nobody <laughs> goes out and buys like oh. one of these scripted outfits you know like he <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's just hilarious like, tiger thought, like he's just when you said we got to get him on the pod you said that right after tiger i'm like yeah oh. you should get tiger on the pod <laughs> right grady <laughs> I played with two of the cart barn guys today. I told them that we were doing a little pod tonight. I was getting some three from the tea content on the story today. And they just go, do you know you shout from the pod? Tiger Woods. I'm like, thanks, <laughs> thanks Billy. That's Sick, a great bro. idea, man. I love, I love, love the, love the, the feedback. That's great. Oh boy. Um, but like back to Tiger, like, is there one guy that would have so many of his, like that, that one video I saw in the last like four or five days on Twitter, you know, like people just love looking at golf swing. People love constantly. Tiger. And that was a it pure strike, right? Perfect divot, like awesome. In the whole, yeah, it was great. whole 10 looks so sick. Yeah. Oh my God. But yeah, like, I think people just want the 2019 masters to happen over again. They just want it. They need it. Yeah. I think, I think, listen, I would be as pumped as anybody if Tiger took took it home this week, but he, I just don't think he has it. Like he can't come every week, eh. and I'm not sure. To be quite frank, I'm not sure Wingfoot's his type of course anyway. <laughs> Thick rough cannot. Do you know how many weird swings we're going to see out of, out of the rough from Tiger this week? Step through swings, oh, oh, helicopter swings. None of them will spin, so I'm not sure why he's doing. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, there's going to be some weird – he's going to get in some weird spots out there. Oh, that's funny. I'll be but, I'll be pumped to watch. I am – I will say this. I'm in for all of it, though. I want I want to see the step-throughs. I want the all the, the helicopters. I want all of that. Absolutely. We need it. And then we I – We need it. You know, then he's just going to disappear because he's out of contention. Okay. Good uh, point. Anybody, good point. Anybody else that you guys think might have a good chance? Some lower. Uh, unfortunate piece of news: Scotty Scheffler can't mm-hmm. play. COVID. Cannot. Yeah. COVID. Sam Horsfield as well. And that's too. It's really too bad for Scheffler. He's been. And he was playing, playing well. Great golf. Obviously, they were both playing at the last major. Yeah. Um. Well, here's a. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of steam on Will Zalatoris. Yes, because the he guy is on the web, or excuse me, corn corn eleven straight top twenties. That's absurd. That's impressive. Has he, has he won what three times or twice? Uh, I think twice. He's had quite a few runner ups though. I mean, the dude's made like five hundred thousand on the corn ferry this year. Like that's, that's a lot. That's a, that's a lot. ton to make on the corn ferry. He's really I, good. <laughs> I think someone was saying how like they followed him in the final round this past week. And they were just, they're like, it was, it was just jaw dropping how, how good his golf swing was. And when he, well, I mean, yeah, I how good he was hitting the golf ball. Well, the guy who runs Monday Q info, uh, the Twitter account, <laughs> he caddied. Right? Oh, yeah, he caddied for, uh, I forget who it was, uh, somebody, but, and yeah, they were paired with Zal Torres in the final round. That's who it was. Yeah. And he, I think he tweeted, he was like, he couldn't believe how good he hit it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I played so, with him in a practice round at the Junior Am back in the day. Back you? in the day. And he was so impressive. Is he a Wake Forest guy? He is a Wake yep. Forest guy. Yep. Yep. 
Nice. So yeah, he I think he's gonna get in a lot. Of, he's been getting a lot of bets from people who like really follow golf and like you know yeah. big in the Corn Ferry Tour, and he's been getting a lot of action. I mean, he has he has better odds than Freddie, doesn't he? I think they're the same. They're both like one sixty to one. Yeah, Freddie. Um, Boy, it would be fun to see him play well for this golf course. Freddie should do pretty well, I'd say. Right, ball striker. If he gets on, man, he can just make a bunch of pars and hang around. The only thing is just the putter. I mean, the putter is the biggest thing for him. Yeah, Yeah, you know. And Freddie is Eric Van Royen for those who are not familiar. But those were idiots. (laughs) They did. Kidding. Kidding, listeners. I'm kidding. <laughs> Alex and Feely, Alex Goggert, they went and played there a few weeks ago. And I think, what did I say Feely shot? Like 79 or 80 or something? Is that what I don't it? know. I did not hear the score. I thought I texted you guys the score. I forget. We'll have to update it on that. So, we'll, I mean, what do you guys think the highest score is going to be this week? Oh, that's 80. a good question. Ooh. I think we'll see an 87. Nice. We're not going to see it. We're not going to see a 90 ball, are we? I don't think so. No. But Eighty-seven. That's in play. I don't think there's. I don't think there's enough hazards and out of bounds and stuff for a ninety. That's true. I tell you what. If you were to shoot like a, like a ninety, with like maybe one penalty stroke, like that's <laughs> that's that's tough. Well, it's par seventy, right? Oh sure. Yeah. I I think that's we'll see an eighty. I think yeah. we'll see an eighty-seven. I don't know anything about the par fives. Are the par fives reachable? I do. I think. I think one of them is not. One of them maybe, but one of them's just like, it's like six forty. It's just like, yeah, you ain't getting there. Let me see. I can't say I've I've checked out any yardages, so don't know. But no, I mean, as for other guys, I mean, Will Zalatoris. I'm looking at this, and I'm just looking at a few stats here, because um, I'm really big in this total driving and putting combo this week. I mean, Kai Sheffer would have been a good one. Is Doc Redman in the field? I don't know. Maybe. Because, I mean, he's ninth He's ninth in total driving, and he just had a really good nice week last week. I really like Daniel Berger. I mean, 12th in total driving, and he's 17th in putting. I, th- I have to imagine he's hitting the ball pretty well as well in terms of uh, iron play. So The only like, thing is... Do you think he's – I mean, has he ever been in contention in a major before? Was he close in the Masters one year or something, or am I crazy? I think maybe he was, but I don't know. I, I can't recall specifically. So another, another he hasn't been in contention in majors. Another sneaky guy who's had a really nice season, Harris English. Yes. Yeah. Very uh, good season, yeah. He's T34. Yeah. Uh, T34 total driving, putting 18th, Ooh. and then just just to just to check. Just to wet I'm the curious, beak. I'm curious what his approach approach is. That's be decent if he's playing well. I mean, if he's – Oh, shit, playing. dude. Oh, that's, that's a safe way. I would say Doc Redman, number one in approach, safe way stats. Um. <laughs> Doc Redman, though, 11th in approach for 2020. So maybe if Doc, Redman's in the, if Doc Redman's in the field, guys, maybe put a flyer on Docky. How are you not? I don't know about we've, we've been talking about Doc Redman and stuff. <laughs> we don't even know if he's in the field. So, we haven't done that all more. Um, Harris English, 25th in approach. Ooh, pretty good. 
So what was he top 30? Was he top 30 in all three of those categories? I think that's a good recipe. And like, I, I don't think he's going to win, but like maybe he's a top 10 bet, you know, top 15 bet. Who knows? You never know. So I think those are the guys I'm kind of looking at, you know, this week. So, uh, okay. Here's, here's a question. Does Spieth make the cut? No. No. Yeah, I don't think he will either. He's, dude, he is going to be absolutely eaten alive by this place. Although, it would be the most speed thing ever to shoot like three over at the Safeway and then shoot like, you know, what, whatever the cut's going to be. The cut's going to be what, probably what, what we think, like 10 over, 11 over at Wingfoot, you know, probably. You know, if he were to shoot like five over and make the cut at Wingfoot, but like shoots three over at the Safeway, like, I don't know. Cause he is a grinder and like he probably, he does, like you think about him right now, like the dude just, he's not going to go out and shoot 19 under and win a golf tournament, you know, but I could see him grinding on a really hard golf course, making a lot of really good pars. So actually oh. I'm going to change, I'm going to change my vote. He's making the cut. Here's the thing, Grady. He can't hit a fairway. <laughs> so he's going to have a hard time making a bunch of pars if he can't hit the fairway. Because if you can't hit the fairway, you can't hit the greens. And I just think it's going to get frustrating and long. And we're going to see like a demoralized Jordan Spieth who just shot like 78 two rounds in a row. When's he going to fire Cameron McCormick? Probably after he, I don't know, he'll probably play great at the Masters again this fall. And he'll keep him around. And then who knows? I mean, he needs to. It's just, it's not good. It ain't They've happening. They've been together so long, though. I don't know if he can. Oh, you can. Oh, you can. <laughs> I know. I don't. Okay. I should say I don't know if he will because of that. Well, I mean, it doesn't always have to be so, like, like a That's true. Like, Jason Day and Paul Swatton broke up. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't always have to be negative either. It could just be, like, dude, literally, like, Cameron, just, I'll, always be grateful. I'll always be grateful for like what we did, but like, come yeah. on, dude, I yeah. need to try something else. You, you would even yeah. admit that like, I got to try something else. Absolutely. Yeah. Even if it's just um, a mindset change, who knows? True. Also one thing, one thing I really miss about us open week. I miss the, like the Monday or Sunday round with like the, like the celebrities. I mean, the celebrities, but just like normal golfers. What? Don't you remember that? Oh. Like remember when like JT and Romo played like Beth Page or Pebble or something? Like you the Monday after. You talking the AT and T National Pro Am? I thought, I thought they did it. Before. <laughs> I'm not talking. To no, they would do it like like Justin Timberlake played too. Oh, really? Dude, no, I, I have know. no idea what you're talking about. Come on. No, I I'm, <laughs> I I'm lost. Zach, like, do you have any idea what Grady's talking about? Grady, are you sampling the, uh, the local uh, flavor out there? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to. I mean, it's, 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 you know, I'm not going to comment. My mom, my, mom, my mom recently discovered this podcast. Oh, and no. she told me the I other day. I said nipple earlier. <laughs> and Candace, Candace has a lot of time in her hands. And she told me the other day she listened to it like five times just because she enjoys, she was enjoying it so much. So. I don't know if that's a good review. (laughs) R.I.P. 
Yeah, I know. Um, I think it's just because she likes listening to me, she said. Okay. They did uh, – it was in 2008. Dude, 2008 U.S. Open contest. The U.S. Open challenge. At This was at Tory. This was at Tory. You guys don't remember this? No, um, I do not. I mean, we sorry, were really I, 12 years ago was kind of lost on me. It said, yeah, so... I thought, like, I thought this was like a recent thing you're talking about. Yeah, me well, too. No, I mean, like last year at Bevel, I was like, well... It was, it was, so Tiger said at Oakmont, at Oakmont in 07 that a 10 handicap wouldn't break 100 there. So that became the challenge for a foursome of single-digit amateurs who played the South Course. Um, so most of the Friday before the tournament. So it said the site of the U.S. Open next week. So it was a Friday before the event. They played. Uh, Tony Romo, who was a 2.2 then, shot 13 over. Justin Timberlake, a 6 handicap, shot 98. Matt Lauer, a 6.2, shot 100. John, At- John Atkinson, shot an, an, who was an 8.1, shot 114. And he, and he was the guy who was a random guy. Chosen from a pool of 56,000 contest entrants nationwide. Oh, tough. So, like, that's what I'm talking for that about. Guy. Like, like, get that, get this thing back. I want to play. I mean, how cool <laughs> would that be? I mean, that's Dude, that is, Grady, that is air. unbelievable research there. They air it too. That's great. You know what? The problem with that is the setup the Friday before can be drastically easier. You know, that's our week's worth of gruff, rough growing. It is, which just shows you how much. Yeah. Oh, I mean, a week's a week of growing rough is a lot of rough. Let me tell you. It is. That's so true. anyway, All right, should we get to our picks here? Yeah. Picks and dark horses. Like it. Define dark horse. Like some people, you- think, some people will say dark horse. Oh, the dangerous dark horse. It's like he's not a fucking Xander's not a dark horse. You gotta be outside like the top twenty in odds. Yeah. I, use your best judgment. I I, I mean it's, I'm it's, not gonna set no a fat, hard yeah. line. There's no hard and fast rules here. No, there is not. So Nelly, you lead us off. Who's your pick to win? Who's my pick to win? You know, I I don't want to take Grady's pick burger i do really like burger so i'll throw that in there it's just a little extra you know a little mayo on top of the little sandwich here but uh <laughs> i'm gonna pick uh i'm gonna pick weber i'm gonna pick webb simpson i just think he's had a, a good enough year i think we're gonna see i think we've heard a lot about distance and a lot about how these guys bomb it and I just think it's time that it's going to be a little bit of a switch up. I think the greens are going to be so tough. You're going to need a guy who's got a really tidy short game. You're going to need a guy who's got absolute stones down the stretch. And, uh, you know, I could see Weber just getting hot, making a bunch of pars, and uh, him being the guy down the stretch. He's my he's, he's one. He's won a U.S. Open. He's, our, he's won a U.S. Open before. Um, All right. yeah. Webb, put down the board. I like it. Grady. Zach, Zach you, go ahead. you go ahead. You want me to go? You still thinking over there? You go. <laughs> He's right. thinking. I'm not sure. He's, he is. He's like racking his brain. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, I brought him up before as a guy who doesn't have a ton of holes in his game. He's playing well. Um, 
he's never the sexiest pick, but he's also never a bad pick. I'm I'm gonna say Xander gets it done. Oh yeah, sure. I, I mean that's good. Sure. So I would I'd put a lot of money on him to for sure top ten. Um, but if things go his way and he doesn't seem like somebody who would really granted he's never contended a ton in majors, but he doesn't seem like he would be a guy who kind of folds down the stretch. So I'm gonna go with Xander. I like who it. Are you, who are you guys' sleepers? Oh, you want to do sleepers too for both of us. Well, Dark <laughs> you, you I have the time to think about it. <laughs> Did we mention Dark Horse? You guys, well, love, you, guys look, you guys look for some Dark Horses. You know, I do want to go with John Rom, but I'm going to bang the burger train tonight. I like it. Yeah, I'm going to go. Juicy burger. You know, I'm gonna, it's going to be a good, a good burger, maybe a little bit of Swiss cheese on there, a little special sauce. Ooh. Toss a little bacon. I'm happy with that. Um, nice brioche bun, a little warm. Mm. So, <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> Guys, I went to the best beer garden today, too, in Denver. I had never been there before. What's it called? Oh, my God. I got to send you some pics. It was phenomenal. Philly cheesesteak. Dank. Anyway, Daniel Berger, he's my pick. He's just the guy has been solid all year. He's been hitting it good, putting it good. And then sleeper, gonna go with my guy Harris English. He's gonna like go out there. He's gonna go out there, put a little English in the golf ball. He's gonna put it in the right spots. He's gonna. I think he's gonna make a little noise. I like it. Nice. Okay, I got my I sleeper. Like okay, go ahead. Sung Jay. Ooh, who's to say that guy can't come out and have a great ball striking week? Like we know oh. he can. And uh, you know, I don't think he's. The, Greatest putter in the world, but he's certainly competent, you know. Um, I mean, he's a professional golfer. Yeah. So, like, I'm just looking up and down with someone we haven't mentioned. I just think he's got as good a chance as any of those sleepers do, you know. Yeah. He's got the he's got the ceiling to make it happen. So, yeah. Jay. A little something for some Nice. I like it. He played well last week, too, for quite a while at the – or two weeks ago at the yeah. Tour Championship. So yeah, yeah, he was right in the mix. Yeah, good call. Uh, my sleeper, I'm going to go with Max Homa. Um, I think Get a grip. I, yeah, <laughs> I just think – so he hasn't – so he won at Quail Hollow, and he held off Rory. So, like, yeah, he hasn't contended in a ton of tournaments and stuff, but he also has proven, like, he can get it done with bigger names breathing down his neck. And his game also just strikes me as somebody who, like, they don't seem to have like one big flaw that's holding him back. Like mm-hmm. seems like he drives it okay. He hits it pretty well. He puts it fine. Like mm-hmm. and if he just happens to have a good week, he could find himself right up there. So mm-hmm. uh, I was just again scrolling the list, and I got to the bottom, and I start seeing names like Steve Stricker, Lucas Glover, Danny Willett, and then all of a sudden, oh, Max Homa, and he kind of just seems to stand out among that group of guys who actually would yeah. have a legit chance to win at like. He's like plus forty thousand, so Whoa. he's way there. Yeah, so he's the darkest of dark horses. I kind of oh. love. I kind of <laughs> love. I kind of love Lucas Glover a little bit. He has <laughs> the worst <laughs> video of all time. <laughs> oh my god, dude! He I'm hits you, the circle you, on his Scotty. I'm telling you, anyone listening, look up Lucas Glover yip butt. <laughs> It's, it's just so bad. I'll shoot like 62 or something. <laughs> and he misses. Dude, he hits it. He hits it 
so good. <laughs> well, he's he's never, hip it like that. <laughs> he's 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 won a U.S. Open, which is in in New York, guys. Oh yeah, in, that page in New York. Okay, and just as a little won the U.S. Open. What? I'm watching the video. It's so bad. He literally hits the Circle T logo on the heel of his Scotty. And he Almost is fourth. Hey, he is fourth in total driving. Oh boy! But I mean, I don't want to mention. Putting. I don't want to mention what he is putting. I don't know, but I know it's going to be 150 plus. <laughs> okay, poor guy. Yeah, it was. To, it was to shoot 60. Oh no. <laughs> Oh my! I gotta stop watching that. I gotta play golf tomorrow. Lucas Glover is thirty-two strokes gained approach. So the guy, just telling you, watch striker. out. For, he's a ball striker. I mean, the guy's won a U.S. Open. You can't, you can't be a bad ball. Sh- well, I don't know. I don't know if I want to say that. Has there been some bad ball strikers win U.S. Opens? Mm, probably not. Probably not. Webb Simpson isn't a sexy ball striker, but I mean, I think he's proven a good ball striker now. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. What about, uh, here's just another name. I know we're kind of going off the rails here. What about Adam Scott? I don't think, I think, I mean, I guess the putting, but I don't know. I mean, who knows? He's been around the block enough. He could just have one good week and you never know. And by the way, Lucas Lucas Glover is 163rd in putting. (laughs) you're right but no you brought up a point about the putting and i almost think these greens these greens seem similar to augusta with the speed and the massive undulations and putting is almost neutralized at augusta now because the greens are so fast like yeah i I don't know yeah i know i i I think of it like oakmont too where it's almost so severe everyone's lagging it yeah you know it's almost the jeff ogilvy theory about driving but it's just everybody yeah so basically, we've decided that driving doesn't matter, putting doesn't matter. So let's just have a big chipping contest, huh, guys? <laughs> Everyone, get go. your six iron. We'll play with only that club. Yeah. Well, that, well, it's gonna be a great week. I can't wait to watch. Um, and think I saw they're not bumping coverage or anything because of NFL or anything, right? I don't think so. Because I, I remember they just, there was a report that the Masters is doing that on Sunday. They're gonna make it a little earlier. So they don't run into, and there's also darkness too, but it's like that prime time football too and everything. I like that. So, yeah. I don't mind that. Um, that's the other interesting thing to see is like, you know, we got NBA playoffs, we got golf major, we have NFL, you know, going on. I mean, you to see where all the ratings fall with all the sports, you know, who takes the biggest hits, you know, what it all looks like.